Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. I'm back in New York City. If you've been following me on any other platform, you know that I've been in Austin. For the weekend, I was on my first work trip at Dear Media, and it was really fun. Um, But that's part of what's in alignment. So let's just dive into what's in alignment and out of alignment this week. As always, you guys reflect on yours. Put it in the Geneva chat. You know the drill. So what was in alignment for me this week was... Dear Media IRL, I'm assuming since you listen to my podcast that you're into the podcast space and you know what Dear Media is, or even just from following me, you know what Dear Media is. But I am realizing I think it's pretty niche. You either like know exactly what I'm talking about and you're obsessed, or you have no clue. But Dear Media IRL was basically the first time they ever did it. It was their first live event, and it was kind of almost like create and cultivate vibes. It was a summit with all the podcast hosts like most of them from the network and there were different panels like relationships and sex um, a content creator panel there was a wine panel there was just a ton of stuff Um, but anyway what's in alignment for me was that I was thrusted outside of my comfort zone I had never met other than Lauren and Michael I've never met any of my coworkers. Um, in Austin from the LA office, no one that was going to be there had I met before. And most of them I've never even really spoken to before because I'm on a very small team. So I, I mean, I pride myself in not being an awkward person. Obviously I have to have these podcast episodes every week. A lot of the time they're with strangers. So I don't find myself to be awkward, but nonetheless, like being in a new environment, meeting new people, not knowing what to expect, going out, you know, it just, there is some social anxiety that comes with that as anyone would have, I think. And I'm just like, what's in alignment was that it ended up being the best time. We went out in Austin. Like I felt like it was like a college night out. Like everyone that works there is just so we're all around the same age and fun. And it was just like a better time than expected. I knew I was going to love Saturday day and the event itself, but the whole weekend was just so fun and everyone was amazing. So It was really great. And I'm proud of myself for putting myself out of my comfort zone and like thriving and just having fun. Let's go into what's out of alignment. So honestly, just with the travel and everything and just a chaotic work week last week, it's just like getting out of my routine. I felt like I hadn't really worked out. Like I was working out here and there, but I was totally off of my routine. And I think what's been throwing me off, especially with the fitness has been, I was really trying to be like a gym girl and I got this membership and I felt guilty, you know, paying for workout classes outside of my gym membership for obvious financial reasons. But I spoke to my therapist about it and she's like, you use that gym as a co-working space, as a sauna, like you use it all the time. You know, why do you work out, right? It's to feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. And she was like, I know you and you've always told me workout classes are your safe space. You have so much fun, blah, blah, blah. Like if that's what's going to make you feel your best, you're using the gym in so many other ways. So like we have to change this narrative. So once I started just like releasing that shame and guilt on myself for not, you know, I would go to the gym and tell myself I'd, you know, do my own workout, but just the intensity level compared to when I leave a workout class and the amount of energy I put in there, it's just incomparable. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do gym workouts still, But I'm just going to continue to go back to how I was where like I do a bunch of workout classes. I move intuitively throughout my week and 
just feels a little bit better. So we're turning it around. We're getting back into our routine. It's Monday right now, the day before you're listening to this. And I meditated. I went to the class, which there's two places I go to when I need just a full emotional, physical, spiritual release and a really good sweat. And I go rarely to both of these places, but it's the class, which I went to today and Soul Cycle. These are not places I frequent, but I just know when I need it and it always freaking hits. I could go on about the class for hours. You know, I'm obsessed with it. So I'll leave it at that. I did just make a TikTok vlog of going this morning and I was raving about it and I have a whole YouTube review. So we have enough class content out there to last us the next month, but let's breathe in what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. All right. Product recommendation of the week real quick is the Say Skin Tint. It's actually perfect for this episode because I was talking to Caroline about it before I got it. She's like, tries every single beauty product under the sun. And she said that it has like rave reviews. I think, I don't know if it was this or the foundation that she tried from Say, but she said that it was really great. So I tried the Say Skin Tint and I brought it with me and I tried it for the first time this weekend and I put one layer on and I was like, oh, I feel like there's nothing on my skin. And then I put one more layer on. I was like, okay, that's better. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like a tan smooth goddess. I swear to God, it's like one of those products that you kind of need to let it sit for a little bit. And then it just like pops. It was incredible. So that is my product recommendation. I'll link it down in the show notes. I'll link it on Instagram, all the things, you know where to find me if I don't. Um, but let's get into this episode. Okay, so this week we have on Caroline Sachs, aka Caro Beth. She's a beauty and lifestyle influencer on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. But most importantly, she's a friend in my personal life. And we'll share how we met years ago in this episode. But for some reason, I feel the need to do a little disclaimer. And I don't think it's really needed. I think this is my own social anxiety, my own insecurities that make me feel the need to give this disclaimer. But I just remember feeling so confused a few days after recording. I was like, you know, when you have a social interaction and then you just like rethink everything a million times, I was rethinking this episode a million times because first of all, it was the first episode I've ever done with wine and we were already a glass in and I'm like a lightweight. So I wasn't drunk, but I was a little tipsy. I'm a lightweight and we were already a glass of wine in because (laughs) we recorded an entire part one to this podcast that it didn't get deleted. My mic was muted. And it's like the one time I haven't been wearing headphones. So I couldn't hear that my microphone was muted. It was fully on me. And not that I want to waste anyone's time. So, you know, I would, I wish it didn't happen to anyone, but if it was going to happen with anyone, I'm so happy it was Caroline because one, we're friends. And number two, we had plenty of time to do another recording. Like we were going to do a part two anyway, because this was literally just us sitting on my couch talking like we normally would. Like even before the recording, I think we were chatting for an hour, like we're both talkers. So she came over early and we were going to get dinner with both of our boyfriends after. So we had plenty of time to record two episodes and just like, thank God it was her, but I'm pissed it happened anyway, because the first episode was really, really good. And I'm so sorry, but she's going to be back. She is going to, you know, come back for a deep dive on like skincare, relationship, sex, just like girl chat in alignment, out of alignment. Um, So stay tuned, subscribe so you don't miss it. On all of the things with Carol Beth, she will be back. I promise you. We're already working on scheduling it, but 
just to backtrack a bit, what I was going to say was I had like social anxiety a few days later, not about like Caroline, but just anxiety in general about my period ended. And then I started reflecting and I was like, holy shit, I was, it's crazy how you have two different personalities right before and during your period. And then after your period, when you're thriving again, like you are about to hear me in my most insecure state. I don't know if she said it off the podcast or in part one or in this episode, but at one point she was like, I'm feeling really like bad energy from you on yourself right now. Like what is going on with you? Because I am such a confident person. Like I definitely had a moment a few months ago and maybe it was even around the time of this recording come to think of it that I got so insecure and down on myself. But like, if you ask me some of the questions that Caroline was asking me on this podcast today, like I would tell you, no, I'm crushing it. I'm thriving. I love my life. Like I'm so confident. My answers to her questions would just be so different. And I think I was having social anxiety about the fact that I was like, we had already been talking for hours at this point before we recorded this episode. So like, to me, it just felt like it was like a natural progression into social media talk. This entire episode's about social media. And it was kind of just like how we would talk off the mic. And I realized after the fact, I was like, wait, I feel like I made that about me. And maybe I'm so wrong because she also said she left feeling like the biggest boost of confidence from me. So I made it about how I hate myself, but love her and I'm inspired by her. (laughs) You guys, I don't know. Tell me if anyone else relates to this where like you had a glass of wine, you were on your period and you just were not yourself. So I don't know what is going on with my energy in this podcast. I haven't re-listened to it yet. So I could be so wrong and just overthinking things, but it is what it is. Let me know what you, if you feel the same way ever, just like obviously not in the podcast, but just like in social settings maybe. But anyway, she will be back. We will do it when I'm ovulating. And here are the topics we got into on this episode. It's really all about social media, the difference between doing content full-time and like her battle between do I go full-time or do I, you know, stay relatable, working and that whole thing and calling yourself an influencer when you're not big yet, like kind of that idea of trying to act like you've made it before you've made it. People making fun of you for posting content. We were talking about friends who drain you first friends who recharge you and make you feel super confident and that you don't have to think about, are they talking about me? You know, that whole thing, taking inspiration from others on social media or in any fields, but not copying them and like finding the balance there. Anyway, Let's dive right in. I know you're going to love her. So let's just get right into it. And please share a screenshot of this episode onto your IG story. If you find that you're enjoying it, it would be so freaking helpful. Leave a review. We need some new reviews in here. It would make my life. Let's get into it. Okay, we're here. <laughs> we just recorded 45 minutes of a podcast and my microphone was on mute. We're going to shake it off. We're going to shake it off. Do we tell the story of how we met again? I don't know. I think we kind of have to. I think so too. Shame. I think they need context. Yeah. We might not come off as like naturally no. witty as we did before, but Funny, stunning, gorgeous. Like, we might not come off as intelligent and sober as we did before. <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay. Caroline is here and we just recorded 45 minutes of a podcast episode, but we were going to do a part two anyway, and we're getting dinner with our boyfriends after this. So it's fine, you know? Yeah. However, you did just miss out. (laughs) It was a a great combo. But 
what we were about to say is that we're friends outside of like social media world. So we will podcast again and whatever we spoke about last time we will speak about again. So I'm sorry. We could go on 20,000 tangents. So it's fine. But we'll give you a quick context again about how we met outside of social media. Yeah. So three years, four score and three years ago, <laughs> it was pandemic times and we've already confirmed that no one likes talking about the P word, no. but it is, you know, it's pertinent to the conversation. So three years ago, we were socially distanced in my hometown because I went to high school with Caroline's boyfriend, Jack. Yes. I am dating Ethan, who also went to our high school. The three of us are friends from high school. So we're all hanging out in the backyard for a birthday um, during the pandemic. Caroline was there with her boyfriend, Jack, Jack, because she decided to live with his family for eight months. That was not a decision. Not a decision. <laughs> that was not a decision. Um, I was, in fact, trapped, but they were so good to me. Wait, I'm realizing that's actually what we first... I was probably like, Jen, save me. No, like, I-, <laughs> I think I loved that, though, because I could tell instantly you were a girl's girl, because that's how I am. We're like... I wouldn't be like, oh, it's it's great. Everything's fine. It's like we were instantly like, I was like, so tell me, oh, are yeah. you actually okay? <laughs> and like, was I okay? Not re- No, <laughs> it, you actually had, to, it could have been worse. A hundred percent. And like his family's the best, but it's like we had only been dating. Right. For like four months really leading up to that. I met his parents once at Yom Kippur also. That's crazy. Like if you don't know what Yom Kippur is, like, it's a fasting holiday. And I was like, hey, guys. And, like, everyone's, like, in the worst mood ever. You're like, this is really toxic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm starving, but not great. But, no, I ended up – we, I went there for a weekend. Everyone went away for a weekend, that first weekend yeah. of the pandemic. And then it became very apparent that I couldn't leave. So the second I met you, I was like, oh, like – what's the deal? You're like, I'm living with his family was not intentional. And then instantly we were just like girl chat. And then it was like, Oh, you do PR too. I do PR for vibrators. And it was like girl chat. Yeah. Like immediately we just knew we were friends. Well, it's also, it's like, it's tough. I always feel like it's hard, like at this age, when you meet someone that you connect with that you don't necessarily have like a direct connection to sometimes I get a little shy about like no not not shy in the first meeting but about like the follow-up about like the let's get drinks it's like I tend to like you texted me did I oh my god good for me you said let's be city friends yes because I think I had just after that moved back into the city from living with at home did you live with Ethan's family Oh, no, you no, have your own fucking family. We live five I... minutes away. Okay, okay. That's nice. <laughs> but I kind of also did. I would, like, escape yeah. my house a lot and just be at Ethan's for, like, a week. I was, like, going back and forth. Yeah. But, like, for the first few months when we didn't – or not few months. It felt like months. For the first few weeks – wait, we're talking about the pandemic I know. again. Uh, it literally – okay. <laughs> Oh my God. And we were literally just saying to each other, like when people talk about the pandemic, like in like popular media or like when there's like, when they reference it in like a movie, I get so annoyed no, and we have to stop doing it. I'm I getting know. the ick. I'm getting the ick. I know. But I feel like it is, it's essential to how we know each other. It is. But then we started getting into where were you during the pandemic? No, we're, we're done. No, but we were uh, talking about how you were, you're shy with the follow-up. Yeah. But let's go back to that. No, it's just like, I don't know. It's the scarcity mindset, like with friends and stuff where it's like, you look at, you look at someone especially like someone who has a social media presence like you. And I, I didn't at the time, like I'm, I'm still, I'm like fresh. I'm like a year into the I'm still fresh. <laughs> uh-uh. I feel like I look at I'm you like a seasoned vet. I'm seasoned, but I'm not there yet. No one ever feels like they're there. I guess. 
I guess you're right. You know? We spoke about this on the last podcast that I'm on my period, so we're in self-critique mode. However, if she comes to podcast when I'm ovulating, I will be confident. Yes, she'll be be the moment. But, like, I mean, social media, you you inherently have imposter syndrome at every single phase because you're always wondering, am I worthy? You're always wondering, like – why me was or why this, not was me? Was this a fluke when something goes viral? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're constantly like, questioning. I think literally the first thing I said to you when you were like, oh my God, you just jumped up like 20,000 followers. I'm like, yeah, but they're all going to leave. I, I could not believe you said that. So it's funny. You posted a TikTok like hysterically crying over like your first YouTube brand yes. deal. Yes. I have trouble celebrating small wins clearly and you are the opposite. It's just you got to have something to hold on to. Oh, my God. But that's what I'm realizing the difference is. Yeah. But also, I'm still – okay, you've been at this for a while, and I'm still so new where, like, every single – and I'm I'm not saying that you're jaded because you're not. You're very appreciative. But, like, it all feels so fresh to me that, like, when every single opportunity comes along, I deadass can't believe it. Like, okay, I know. I guess it all happened so quick for you, too. Yes. Where, for me, I've been doing it for so long that I'm, like, I really thought at this point I'd be – X. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Or like, yeah, I guess that like I've already had the firsts. Not really. Yes. But not really. I mean, like there's so many more firsts to come that I'm waiting on. Anyway. And I feel like we're so desensitized to what a number is. Oh my God. Well, I guess that's what we were kind of saying was like, going back to that example of like, oh my God, you just blew up. Like, for me, it was just a number and no one – it's like I want the engaged community and without that, I don't really care what the number is. Yeah, and that's such a like – I mean, that's such a healthy way to look at it because I feel like so many people are like number hungry and like don't necessarily give a shit about their community, which and I – And you can – You can smell it. You can sniff oh, it. Uh, like unfollow immediately for it's me. Like, oh, you know what's crazy to me is like when I see a video that – like, okay, I understand when things go viral, you can't possibly respond to every comment. Mm-mm. Like that's just not feasible. But I don't know. When I see a video that's like gaining some traction, it's not unmanageable. There's maybe like ten comments of people asking serious questions. Mm. Why? Why are you? What? Like, tell tell them where your sunglasses are from. Well, especially like now it's your full time <laughs> job, girl. Like right? if you're that big, it's your oh, full- totally. Are you are you looking to do content full time or is this like? Hobby side hustle. I have breakdowns about this every single day, Jen. Oh, my God. I literally, in the vlog that I am posting tomorrow, am crying about this. Wait, why are you crying? Because it's – Oh, this is Jen one year ago. I feel it coming. (laughs) Yes. It's the catch-22 of, like, I love the stability of working my full-time job. I love feeling really fun and flirty about content because, like, if it all goes to shit, who cares? That's not my income. Like, I can – and I feel like I would like to remain doing this where I can confidently say – Every single brand deal that I take, I don't need to take it. I only take it when it's like, oh, I've been using this brand for years. Mm -hmm. So I would hate to get to the scarcity mindset of it like being my full income. And I feel like God willing, like opportunities come my way. I feel like I have to take it even if it's not aligned. I have a question. Yeah. If it was your full-time job, do you think you would be fully fulfilled by just filming not just, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, by no, totally. only creating content or do you, do you kind of enjoy pouring into something that like, wherever, not only is everything not on the line for you because it's someone else's company, but also totally. like you're, you're flexing a different muscle I find in a full-time job. Yes. I don't know if I would ever feel a hundred percent fulfilled. And also I know I need to not care about what anyone else thinks, but it's so often you see content creators who are relatable. 
I and, knew you were going to say that. And they, they're getting ready to go to work. They're getting ready to go somewhere. It's like, well, you're getting ready to go to Pilates and like come back home and like, you know, it's like, I'm not the, and I know those people work so effing hard, but I just fear you're- that the relationship that I have with my audience would shift where they'd be like, oh, sick. You know, like, yes, this is your day in the life. However, there's such a middle ground that no one realizes it doesn't have to be full time or nothing. Yeah. Like I left my full time PR right. job because I hated it and I wanted to have more time to pour into YouTube but I was still working at Rumble. Like I was yeah. doing freelance. Like you can still work in other capacities where it's not just filming TikToks and YouTube videos, but you're making an income in other ways. But you also have to enjoy that flexibility and be able to manage your own schedule, which like I kind of thrive in that situation. But then I was taking on way too much. Totally. Cause it's like, I mean, not that you felt like you had to, but like when opportunities come your way, you're like, I can make room for this, but it's like, can I? But like you need to financially. But what's funny is I'm actually spending more now because I have to hire editors and whatnot because I'm working full time. Funny. I'm spending more now. And if I didn't see that my job now was actually serving my future and like feeling you're learning so much that you are. I mean, I'm already seeing like quality. There's a purpose in this job. It's not where like the PR just was like not fulfilling me in any capacity. Yeah. So knowing that it's fueling me in a different way makes it worth it. But financially, like I'm actually spending more now, which is crazy. Like unexpected. Huh. Well, I feel like also people might not realize, and we talked about this in the what a coulda shuttle episode. Can but, we not bring it up? I know, never again. But <laughs> I'm so sorry. But so I work in influencer marketing at an agency full time and have for like four years. And I've been working with creators long before I even consider creating content. So yeah. it's like in a lot of ways, what I do does ladder up to content creation because I'm so I'm just so deep in it in the industry where like I'm seeing what other people are doing. And also like, I'm really, I mean, I have a manager now, which I'm so grateful for, but you do. Yeah. Congratulations. I had no clue. Thank you. Wait, that's kind of crazy. I know. Why did we make that decision? Did she reach out to you? I actually reached out to her. She was, um, she's someone that I'd worked with at my agency actually. Okay. And I knew she's like a, she's a tough cookie. She's like a hard ass. You wanted to be making more money from your brand deals. So you, I, it's not necessarily making more money. It's that I being on top of two really buzzy inboxes was cutting into my mental health. hundred percent. I was like constantly worried about things falling through the cracks on either end. And I just needed, I needed to not be fucking up my relationships with brands of like not responding for days on end when they need something. Yo, even I do that and I'm way smaller and like, don't like, I will not answer people. Sometimes it just makes me really anxious and I kind of, um, I keep it on red. Like, oh, because yeah. it's making me anxious. And then one motivated day, I'm going through. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. This like, is me. Sorry for the delay a month later. No, they're like, this campaign's over. No, they're like, but thank you so much for that. Like, I like, don't even know this cool-ass brand reached out to me. Totally. And so I was feeling that pattern yeah. happening over and over again. I was like, this is not sustainable for my mental health. I'm not – I know I'm, like, being up for these deals that I want to do. I'm just not getting them because I'm not – responding in a timely fashion yeah so I ended up reaching out to her and it's been really nice like I mean I do miss having the personal relationship with the brand you still can once it's like once the deal is done or you're going to the yeah. event or whatever it is like you can show up and make that personal connection totally but also I feel like in with the brands that I do have a personal connection with 
you do see those benefits, like they will want to work with you again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is so crazy. You're like influencer. <laughs> We're doing like, it. We have a manager. <laughs> you guys. I can't, believe, I can't believe you didn't know. Well, I just assume like. Why would I know? I mean, it's like, did you post about it? It's in my bio. Like. I just, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I don't expect you to be like checking on my bio. Yeah. I'm not like. Yeah. No, I I'm know. checking on your content. Don't yes. get me wrong. Oh, likewise. But I'm not like checking on no. whether you got a manager. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's also nice because but like. as a friend, I'm shocked at it now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I like yeah. would have gotten that update. I know. Well, it's also, it's like, it's a very humble line and I'm sure totally. you feel this more than anyone where it's like sometimes with social media, it's a bunch of small wins. It's never one big win. It's a bunch of small wins. It's never one big win unless you're like, have like a, a crazy like growth moment. Like Alex Earl. Right. Exactly. Which is so rare. That's why it's like an, an example. It's getting so much yes. traction. Yes. But I want to share my small wins with like my friends and I don't, I never feel weird about it with Jack, but it's can very easily be perceived as bragging mm -hmm. where it's like, Oh my God, I just got this deal. And it's like side eye. I always preface it. I'm always, well, I'll voice note like my best friend yeah. and be like, I just have to tell you. I'm, and I'll literally say, I am not bragging in the slightest, but like, this is so cool. Isn't it? Totally. And then they'll say like, I'm so proud of you. It, but it is a fine line. I feel like we always feel that way in any, not even like if you're an influencer or not. It's yeah, like in, in general, it's like you, you feel weird being like, although I wouldn't feel weird saying I got a promotion. I know. Why does it feel so like such a dirty word when I'm sharing like. Well, influencer seems like a dirty word too now. A hundred percent. I know people are starting to like say creator, which like I think is really, really sweet because you are creating content. But, like I don't feel bad calling myself an influencer. I don't think we should. I think. That's why that phase where when you don't have the following yet is so uncomfortable, uncomfortable. because it looks like you're trying to and because you, you are, are. But what is so someone try to do something? What's so bad about that? I hate well, it I is icky when the intention's wrong. I will say right if my why if I didn't ha have a clear intention and why and like want a community and it was a like clearly like money grab. You see someone money grab or also just like I want attention. But, and yes, we want attention. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a there's an attention horn every single person. There's a by the way, there's a former theater kid, and every single content creator. Are you a I former think. theater kid? I mean, like not a good one. Oh, but I I'm <laughs> fully. Do you know this about me? No, I'm a childhood actress. Jen, I was in a Verizon commercial. I'm freaking. Jack knows this. In middle school, I was like in a Verizon commercial, and everyone would come up, and my line was like, "You wouldn't," and everyone would say it to me, and I would have a panic attack. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I was like in theater, all the things. See, that's, so that's funny. That. <laughs> well, I think it really is true for most people because, okay, there is a certain, like, not everyone can tell a story and have it be interesting. Right. There has to be a certain kind of, like, but charisma. I, that's your thing, though. That's what I was saying on the other podcast. Shake it off. Shake it off, baby. Shake it off. I was saying you have the gift of the gab where, like, you can just be taking your makeup off. And I was saying you and your best friend, Sophia, because yeah. I met her both have this gift of like having a hot take on like a random thing that happened where like you just dropped your floss. Like you have a hot take on that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I genuinely, I enjoy conversation. I think it's also because I'm an extreme extrovert and I get my energy from like being around other people and having social interactions. Whereas like other people find it really draining. Do you still need to refuel? Like, do you, do you ever find yourself needing alone time or no? Mm. <gasps> I 
That's so crazy. I thought every extrovert, because I always say I like, recharge alone for sure, but you don't feel like I need this. I I don't feel so, like depleted, but I feel like I feel either. very I feel very comfortable being like I just want to be with myself right now. Oh, me too. Yeah. I just like love alone time as much as I love friend time. Yeah, no, me too. Okay. I appreciate I I appreciate them both, but I feel like, okay, for instance, I was filming like a YouTube vlog the other day. And it's wild when you can watch back and just see your mood completely shift. I always think about this. You realize so many things about yourself. Like it's really it's really gnarly to watch yourself on the outside and like perceive yourself like Monday of the vlog I was thriving yes Tuesday all of a sudden I'm like I'm so tired I you know there was a one period of time when I was really just starting to clear okay I'm on clear stem which is a hormonal acne supplement and I had a really crazy purge period where I used to only have acne on my chin and then it was like all up in my cheeks and day by day you're just watching me get worse in this vlog like week in my life actually the weekend of hell like uh, day by day yeah. but what I was gonna say is I had like a I was like really low energy then I had a coffee meeting for like work and I was like huh? like my like heart opened like I just like I needed it so that's how I am after podcasting and after getting coffee with creators mm -hmm. like those two things I am just so inspired and feel like so myself and fueled from both things. I know. And it's like important to take stock on that because going back to like, you can tell people's intentions, right? So yeah. like people like me and you who are the former theater kids like ah. get fueled by like the performative connecting with others aspect yeah. of it. And then there are other people who you might just not grow because it maybe feels like self-serving. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Can we go back to the consultation we were going to do? Yeah. No, hundred percent. Well, we were trying. Okay. We're just saying to one another, like, it's so easy to look at someone else and be like, oh, you could be doing X, Y, and Z. But when it's you, you, it's very easy to feel stuck or like not, I don't know, like, I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, no, but like, like even not even, it doesn't have to be so extreme as like a creative rut, but just not seeing someone's like it factor. Like you don't, you don't see potential, the it factor, what's working, what's not like, what does someone else see when they see your content? What do they love? And most often it's something that like I didn't realize and I just find it like fascinating or like we were talking about the concept of like going live which we are now yeah we are we're currently live <laughs> um and I was just saying I feel like for you it's more organic because you're getting ready you're going out you're a makeup girly so all your community likes to talk about makeup right I'm not I'm like a gym like I'm not putting on makeup to go to the gym and I'm not going live at 6 30 a.m before I go to the gym like it just doesn't feel as organic so I was like Caroline, what do I do? It's just like everything can be a moment and it's the most mundane shit. It's the shit that like you think no one cares about is what people care about. And you and I were saying to one another, like, like I posted a vlog on YouTube that was just like two days working at home where I literally didn't leave the house and people eat that shit up. Yeah. Like, no, but I do. The like, nothingness. I will, I will watch a creator every day make their same iced coffee and talk to the camera. But then when they go on a trip, I don't tune I in. I literally, I'm disillusioned. Like, I don't care. Don't tune in. But then also it's like when you're starting on YouTube or you don't have like a huge audience yet, it's like you shouldn't be vlogging because no one cares yet. Why do people say that? I get it. You have an audience from TikTok. So you're able to tell them, hey, I'm on YouTube now. And that's why you are immediately like, oh my God, everyone's commenting and so nice because like they love you already. 
when you have nothing and start on YouTube. That's a really, it's a tough platform to start on. That was me. I, I'm in awe. Right after college. And it wasn't like a cool thing to do yet. No. It's still people make fun of you, but like now it's, I feel like everyone and their mother is a content creator, even if they're an artist or have a business. It's like everyone's creating content. Totally. It's become very normalized, but like you got in when it was not. Right. So then my period self is like, so hello, <laughs> I've been at this for four years. Community come through. Yeah. Welcome back to our <laughs> But you do, like, I literally, every time I open your YouTube videos, the comments are like, Jen, like I'm rooting. Oh my, there's this one chick who's like ready. She's like, Randy. she's ready for you. Randy. I don't, I don't know her name. There are a few girls that like, will watch every video and it's the best thing ever. And it's just like, you want more of it and not in a self-serving way no. at all. Because if someone wrote, you look so pretty versus someone said, Oh my God, I so resonate. resonated. Yeah. So different. Well, it's like, you want to feel like all of your output is like, is worth it. And I don't even care about financially. I'm so not money driven, which is a really, it's a problem, <laughs> which is a problem. It's, it's a, a problem, problem in, a, in a really big way where it's like, it's a problem, but then I'm finally starting to get brand deals and I need the money and it's like, I'll accept them. And then the thought of fitting it into my schedule, this is so not relatable, but I'm just okay. saying, yeah. it's like, it's, a. I have an issue with taking on too much, but there's nothing I want to stop and it sucks. And it's like, you started outsourcing, like you have, like you're having help with editing now, which I think is a really good, need it, but it's also expensive. Not everyone like has the means, like I don't have the means to do it, but I'm doing it anyway because I believe in myself so much that I think, like I just tell myself one day it's going to back come back tenfold. 100%. But it's really hard. I think a lot of people can relate to like some days it's just hard to see it. And most days you're believing in yourself and you're loving it and you don't care. Yeah. And then some days when you're getting your, <laughs> it's hard to see it. Yeah. And you or like, yourself. Or like. It's not even like comments from strangers like really don't bring me down, but me it's neither. like the judgment from like, not like, like friends. Say it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, I know when I first started creating content, like what you think those shares was because like, Hey, I found this so valuable. I know what those shares are. I'm not fucking stupid. Look what she's doing. Yeah. I like thought she the same thinks thing. she's blah, blah, blah. Like you were prepared though. Cause I was the same with YouTube when I posted my first video all I'm so lucky to say that all of my best friends and family so supported from day one that I never had to feel like anyone close to me was making fun of me. That's good. But I knew when I posted like the first Instagram story promoting my YouTube channel that all of the shares were people from high school oh, putting yeah. it in the group chats. Yes. Like 100%. Oh, 100%. And but even so, like sometimes like I'll post something and like even sometimes like my friends will text me and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you just posted that. Like, I try not to get you in trouble because we're on live, yeah. but like, I don't love that. Yeah. I mean, like, do you ever take stock, not to like make you get no, rid of your friends, but like, do you ever sit and journal on like who drains my energy and makes me anxious and who makes me feel like my best self when I'm with them? I I've, haven't. Done I've that. done it before when I felt like I had to like trim the fat, mm. where I was like, I am hanging. I had a phase where you actually probably remember this. I used to like bring up a Google calendar everywhere I went and been like, Oh, you want a double date? You want plans? Let's make it now. Yeah. Like I had a phase where I had plans. Like I was booked like plans all the time to, because I felt obligated with certain mm. friends. Like they're making me feel guilty that I'm not 
free enough for them or I haven't seen them. Like I felt so guilty that I would be constantly making plans with like random people who wanted to see me. I can't stand that. It got to a point where I was like, this person is making me anxious that I have to see them. Why am I giving the time? And why am I resisting? Why right. don't, why don't I want to go? Like that says so much. So I'm not in that space anymore. I like trimmed the fat so to speak, but yeah. it is like a good exercise. And it's hard though. Like friendship breakups are also like especially when you're like in the same group of friends, it's like, you can't really break up. Like, yes. Okay. This person makes me anxious and not feel good about myself, but now what? Yeah. I feel like I had a lot of that, like in college where like I had such a big college friend group. Like there were some people in it that like, I know, I know they're the people who are sending my TikToks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who just like, you know, they're never going to ride. And like, I'm not like, I'm sorry. Like you don't need to come to my birthday dinner just because you were in, in my, in my, in my group chat in college. Like, do you really, are we really like, let's be so for real. Like, are we texting one-on-one? We're not. Does it still get to you? Like I, we were talking about how, what is it, April? So a year ago, I think it was Ethan's last birthday, maybe two. I think it was one year ago. Yeah. Caroline started to first like really gain traction on TikTok and like was killing it. And she came to Ethan's birthday. It was like at a bar and then she left early. We're not early. You left on a, time. On a normal time. Totally but I went with the guys to dinner and she had another birthday at night. So she went home to re-get ready. She's on live on TikTok and I'm at dinner with a bunch of guys. So I'm like scrolling on my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and actually I might've gotten a notification. I don't know. But I went on Caroline's live and I started commenting. And at first when you saw it was just me, yeah. it was actually fine. And then I said, Jack, your girlfriend's so cute. Look, she's on TikTok. Or whatever I said, that was so cringy. Yeah, that's not what I said. So cute. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, a child. Yep. Um, and so Jack went on, and we were commenting together, and maybe one other person did. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It might have. I think it was just me and Jack, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I could tell in your face on the live that you were instantly like embarrassed. So right away, I was like, "Wait, guys, let's get off." And like we got off, and I felt like bad about it. And then I was like, "Okay, whatever." Went on with the night and then it was just me, Ethan, Jack, maybe one other person at my apartment after. And I guess you and him were on the phone and I heard him say something like, no, we weren't or it's fine or you're fine or something. And I was like, I knew she was upset about that. I was like, I knew she was upset about that. And I was like, and he was like, she's fine. She's killing it. And I was first of all, I was like, you're the best. Yeah. And I was like, no, in my head, I'm like, I am a girl. I know exactly what she thought. She thought we were all at dinner making fun of her. One million percent, because that is where my mind would have gone. Totally. And I texted you, and I hope that it yeah, yeah. was good. Super helpful. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I texted you, but I'm curious if now, fast forwarding, if because you have more validation and you're just more comfortable now with your community and having a platform, like, yeah, do you still get that feeling of like, oh, someone from high school just entered the chat or like anything like that? I do sometimes with certain people, but the worst is like when someone comes up to me, like at a bar, like having not seen them forever, like, oh my God, y'all, are you all over my for you page? Do you know that happens to me all the time? I'm like, like can I, you at least give me a compliment about it's it? It's like one, <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not controlling the algorithm. I'm not like, I'm not shoving my get ready with me down oh, your do throat. say it in like an annoyed way? Like, I mean, I'm sure it's not an annoyed way, but I'm perceiving You're it that way it that because way. I'm only human you know like I don't like when it's just you're all over my free page and it's not period. followed up with, with anything I love it or you can't like just anything but that sometimes makes me like a little like ah, or like it's like a reminder that other people are watching when when you're creating the content we're also in such a 
not a bubble, but like we surround ourselves with other creators. So totally. it feels like normal to us. But like the thought of other people watching it for a millisecond is like, ah, eek. Yeah. But like not enough to make me ever stop. No, totally. And I think I've just like, it's forced me to like grow up in that regard of like, okay, what so what if they send in your group chat like it's two it's a two sentence back and forth like no one's really harping on like if my concealer looked a little too yellow for my skin tone like yeah, I, you I know started kind of loving it like I after I released my first few YouTube videos I felt like such a badass for not giving a fuck and that's because I was so supported by the people I built you so much confidence about the fact that I was able to do it and not care who shared it whatever built so much confidence that then I launched a podcast and then I did this yeah. and it all snowballs were then when like tiktok was a thing i didn't even think twice about starting because i was like i know my first few videos are going to be cringe but like i've done this before like yeah it's it's you feel so much more confident as a person exactly and now i feel like now that i'm starting to like do youtube too like i don't even second guess anything like i could give less of a fuck now Literally. like because i've like built that 100 confidence okay so back to the consultation of it all what because my thing with you is I think you are the most authentic gift of the gap person. It's just like, it's a talent genuinely of your personality that like, I know we were talking about before, like too much. Yeah. It's because other people feel like I'm not enough. Like when I look at you, I'm like, I wish I had more of that like personality that people might call too much, but it's just like, it's too much, what too much personality. Like, right. it's just a lot of personality. And like that is why people love you so much. And that's, but that's like, that's rewarded on platforms like tiktok where it's like the crazier the better like let's get fucking zany no like literally. you know what i mean like if you're a dry piece of toast no one cares but then it's like also let's not make it inauthentic and like me start talking right. like you but right. you know I mean? no totally but it's also okay you know when you're you know when you start working at a new company and you don't know the tone of voice yes. and you can't help but like mimic your manager's emails yes. like it's totally it's totally okay. And like, I mean, like you already have like an established voice, but I think for someone who's just starting out, it's totally kosher to like emulate someone else's format or like, I mean, don't copy and paste them, but like you should be taking inspiration. You're so right though, because I think there's so much pressure to be like, no one's, no one's so unique. So this is my problem. <laughs> Sometimes I'm too strategic. Like okay. I'm a strategic girl in general. Like I would love to like run a business one day. Like I love, I also come from PR. So mastermind like, Taylor Swift, hundred percent. No, literally. <laughs> so I can't help but sometimes almost study other people's TikToks, but like almost to a fault where it's like, just be yourself. Like let's stop like trying to find what content's going to work and like what's going to be the thing when like clearly just being yourself is rewarded. But then when no. you say, okay, so I'm just going to be myself. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Then you get out of your head and everything's fine. And clearly, like, yeah. My fucking naked neighbor happens and think about right, that. Like, exactly. Once you're just being yourself and living, it all clicks. But it's like, you have to have a niche. You have to be, I, it's like all the things. I know. And I feel like I accidentally came across beauty. Like, well, you're genuinely passionate about totally. it. Totally. But I didn't come out of the womb, like, knowing how to do makeup. Like, I just, like, I just enjoy it. No, but same but, with my stuff. Like, right. it started with on YouTube, I'm going to try breath work. I'm going to try meditation. And now it's, like, my personality. But, yeah. like, it's not – it all started with, like, I'm Curiosity. trying – Yes, exactly. And it still is. Like, I'm genuinely curious about, like, just, like, being the best version of myself in every way while 
hustling and living in New York City, which is like feral. Like it's, it's hard. so feral here. <laughs> I know. And also I feel like living in New York, you're just inherently comparing yourself because there's so many people just thriving here and you can't help but look at the other people and be like every time I get my period it's why not me yeah and it's like so it's so hard to admit sometimes because it feels so vulnerable or just like vain almost but it's not it's like uh it's like when you're patient and been creating authentically for four years you can't help but get your period and say why not me no a hundred percent like okay so consult me yeah I feel like it's almost it's like we were saying to one another like anything can be anything and I feel like we were having a conversation about like you could try this you could try that and you were have like a lot of like not excuses but you're like oh this won't work because of x and it's 100%. like but what if we just tried mm-hmm. you know because which this is I am so for the advice of like pick your platform and go all in and that's what you did and now you're branching out yeah and that's what I did with YouTube, mm-hmm. but it's such tr- a long game. I truly cannot believe that you started on YouTube solely. I didn't realize that. I didn't start anything else till two years later. So were you doing just sit down, dedicated videos at first, no vlogging? I was trying at workout classes. Mm. And then during the pandemic, I was doing all the online workout, breath work, whatever challenges. And then I started vlogging consistently when I – went part-time and was working at Rumble and like I thought my life was like very interesting and like I was like hustling trying to do this but also it was it was really like it was great content like yeah around New York City in a unique job situation and then I started doing everything else because I had the time and then I over I'm too overexerted where I still think like I'm really efficient and get it all done. And like, I still think I make good content, but it's hard to do. Like, I almost wish I wasn't so passionate about multiple platforms. Cause if you could go all in on like, imagine me with all of the, the passion and time and energy, in, like going all in on one thing, hundred percent TikTok, because that's so much in my, for me, it's so a very much rewarding platform and so much easier than YouTube. Like, if I took the energy I had going all in on YouTube on TikTok. Right. But then you get burnt out. You really do get burnt out. Because and it's like three to five times a day as opposed to like one video a week. Yeah. And also, like, even though I didn't start on YouTube, you're always going to have just like a deeper relationship with your community via long form. I feel so much more invest- invested in, like, my favorite creator is Jason Marie Smith. I feel so invested in her life because every week I sit my ass down on the couch on Sunday and she has not been posting as consistently lately. It's it's ruining she's, me. Probably because she's on tour. She's busy. Totally. <laughs> she's busy. Yeah. Like no, like, no shade, no tea. But I saw her last night. But like I'm so invested in her short form content because I know all the behind the scenes. And that's like, you know what I mean? Like you can't really get that just posting on TikTok. I'm overwhelmed. I know. But that's kind of why I love the podcast. Yeah. Well, the podcast is the worst algorithm. So now it's like, okay, in order to grow your podcast, you kind of have to make videos. And it's like, wait, this was great because it was an audio only platform. But now to grow it, you need to be doing video. Well, I was just fine for me because I do that all day at Dear Media. So like, it, I'm like, what is it called? It's like second nature for yeah. me to like turn out a podcast video because I do it all day. But it's a lot of work. But even, okay, like when you are juggling multiple platforms, it's really easy just to see everything is content because you have so much content to make and so many like spaces to fill. I'm like, what I'm struggling with right now is like 
not like doing something really awesome or aesthetic or fun or sweet and not documenting it. I kind of love that though. Cause every time I say, Oh my God, I should be filming this. I'm like, wait, good for you for, for not. not. <laughs> and it's such a healthier mindset to check yourself and be like, wait, this is so amazing. Cause one day I'll have this memory and I won't have to think like I had the camera right. out the whole time. Exactly. Like it is kind of nice to not have everything totally filmed, especially when it comes to like your boyfriend. Like I, I never want, it's such like a sacred thing to me mm-hmm. and I never want to like exploit it or like, you know, Ethan's literally the funniest. Like he's so fucking funny. The way we would blow up. I know. If I had him just. He just needs to quit his job, Dan. I think that's the real. You know, the way I've asked him <laughs> to quit to go travel vlog with me so many times. Could you not see that for us? No, 100%. Would, so crunchy. Would we not like. I kill it. I need you in braids. Us travel vlogging. You should be on the amazing race. Okay. I've never watched. It's travel vlogging on steroids. It's a reality show. But wait, is it um like fitness? It's there's like well, I mean, the race. There's physical challenges. So it's basically like, do I have to be like fit? Kind of. Oh, I'm you're fit. Just because I go to a workout class doesn't mean I'm like have the strength to do like a a marathon or something. It's, it's nothing like that, but it's you're traveling around the country and it's like doing what? you're physically you're doing like, like fear factor stuff. A little bit. Uh, okay. But that could make good television. Sometimes I just wish that I was I, – I don't wish to be single, but, like – Oh, my God. All the time I want to go on Love Island. I just want to be on Love Island. No, literally. All the time. <laughs> We're the same. I know. I love Attention whores. Me and Jack are watching Love Island. I'm like, go to kill tempt- this. Go to Temptation. <laughs> Temptation Island. I've actually never watched Love Island. It's okay. Love Island. Don't, no, go to Temptation Island. Have you ever gone? I mean <laughs> – Not as of late. Not recently. Have you ever watched? You couples go on and they get split up into houses with a bunch of singles of the other gender and like you get tempted and you see if you stay together and you oh. see videos of the other person. I would not be okay. Okay, but the past never would I ever. Eight years of your life have been Temptation Island. No? No. Maybe for <laughs> I mean, no, because you guys have been through just like- school. You've been through every life phase together. We're like- But the point of that show is to date. Like you have to oh. go on dates. You have, you're literally forced- to like date other people. Oh. So I don't know about him, but I haven't been doing that. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, no, no, no. Um, okay, what were we saying? Consultation, let's wrap it up. Yes. Well, I feel like with yeah, you, we were talking about how you're so strategic, which is amazing, but also- <laughs> My biggest flaw too. <laughs> no, but also I feel like it might keep you from doing things because, not to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you might be fixated on like the right way to do things mm-hmm. or like waiting until like, the right moment or like maybe this would be best when I'm in like X location you just need to like so what should I do just what are raw you dog it like and what I would love to see you do some get ready with me's and it doesn't need to be like get ready with me to the, for the mall like I can be way more casual I like, kind of want to see Ethan do have you seen the joke ones it's like get ready with me to take a shit oh like I need Ethan to do that <laughs> he's so I mean you're you're very funny too no but he's, he's just like snap level. level he's like something else I also feel like you may not know I'm funny unless we're bantering like it's very yeah. hard to show my sense of humor talking to the camera it's funny Actually, I think it comes across I think, no I think you're very natural in that way where you can just be like naturally funny but I have surprised myself about like how fine I feel on camera with Jack there I see how funny I am I'm just so fucking no <laughs> no but like I thought 
like I think when I he used to be like filming and like if he was in front of me when I was filming something, I would get like a little Same. like ee. living together changes. That, but right? now, like I feel like he's in a lot of my videos in the back, and like I could. I love when he's in them. But do you think that goes back to the validation of now having a community or? Maybe it is. I don't know. Subconsciously, maybe. I think subconsciously it might because, of course, like you feel more confident creating something when you know at least someone's going to see it. Good Lord. I mean, we knock on every surface. No, literally. The algorithm can knock me on my ass. And like brand deals are coming. Like we're we're, we're like legit now. So (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it could all go in a way in an instant. Who, so who yeah, knows? TikTok's getting banned. It should be fun. Well, let's round up. You want to see me do Get Ready With Me? Is that it? No. Oh my- <laughs> She's so harsh. No, no, I'm kidding. Like, I just want you to try, like, other formats that you think might not be for you. I know, but what, I guess, is my – I guess that's where I'm like, I want to try new things, but what? I feel like often you might be vlogging your whole day, mm-hmm. but can you vlog something smaller and get more detailed? Example. Like, instead of, like, us walking, like, point A to point B, like, I, I'm going to sound like Lauren from Skinny Confidential, but, like, can we get, like, so specific about your morning routine? Like, not just, like, oh, I wore my greens. Like, I want Are more. Are you talking about TikTok? Yes. Okay, because on YouTube, I get very right. specific. Exactly. And, like, I feel like instead of, like, maybe filming a whole day, I want to see, like, me mm-hmm. doing one of the things and talking about it. Yeah. Like, for a while. Huh. And also... I like long content on TikTok. I'm I'm strapped in. Like, give me three minutes. Give me seven minutes. Just talking while you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to, I like putting my phone down when I'm doing my skincare at night and feel do. like I'm hanging out with someone. You know. No, like I like watching people's content when I'm doing my own skincare. Oh. Because that's like a seven minute to do. It's like a baby podcast. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just always like, oh, I should film right now. And then it's like, okay, what do I say? I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're just like, you always have something to say. Okay, so we're getting get ready with me's and we're getting specific talking about one thing I'm doing. Yes, and I just like I just want you to pick up your camera and literally say anything and not everything. No, I think it doesn't need to be tied to your niche. I'm doing it while I'm vlogging. Oh, Mm. because you're you're a lot more than wellness, Jen. I know. And like, like my yeah. There's a lifestyle girly just hiding in there waiting to come out. Like, when am I ever doing my makeup? Never. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be product driven, but I feel like. I want you to give yourself permission to like talk stop about giving a fuck. to talk about other things to stop giving a fuck. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. I agree. You know? Yeah. Like you're, if you're, no, you're right. Say it. I was just gonna say like, if you're going to dinner with someone, like you're talking about the whole thing. Totally. We're talking about everything. And like, that's like, even when I do follow someone for a certain aspect that they're sharing with me, I always want more. I, you know. Yeah. It feels like I'm starting from scratch again. Not in that regard, but it's like, it's like, I like it's hearing- not but, it's and. Yeah. Okay. Love you all. We're going to do another episode. Yeah. Um, For sure. Mm-hmm. Because this was very social driven. I and there's- know. I wasn't expecting that from us. Okay. Next time it'll be way more like girl chat. Not social driven, but this was a good therapy session for me. I know. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. This was this is a big ego boost for me, Jen. You're so sweet. Um, okay, love you. You'll be back on the podcast yes. many times. Shout yourself out. Where can everyone find you? I would say my main the one like the platform that I have like the best community on and put the most energy into is TikTok, and that's Caro underscore underscore Beth. Caro Beth everywhere. <laughs> yes. YouTube. Rubber books are sold. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's Caro Beth everywhere. Everybody. 
Yeah. This was unhinged, but I kind of love it. Yes. Um, okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care. 